Listen, I don't have much time. I need to tell you. Listener discretion is... Okay, I have plenty of time now. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeev. It's a pause for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. I just I wanted to it. build up the suspense. Yes, because who else would be doing this with me? Could be anybody. They would be a fool. <laughs> Because they'd have to do all the editing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Shmeev's dead. Listeners. I need another co-host and editor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Returning listeners, thank you for continuing on the journey. And new listeners, thank you for jumping on. Good to have you back or here for the first time, whichever it happens to be. Exactly. Um, real quick, I just want to state that by the time we're recording this episode, two episodes of my solo stuff have been uh, released at this point. Actually, I think when this is this episode comes out, and those, the third one will have already been out. And those are designed to save us time at the beginning of these episodes. So instead yes. of saving that time, let's do a deep dive into the two episodes that you've released so far and talk about them <laughs> at great length. No, not at all. Um, I just want to say that from, from what some people have been telling me, the response to those has been pretty positive, and I really appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to try and do some of those. I think both of them are just about an hour long. They get good um, engagement. They got so, better engagement than Colton Grundy. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> um, is it yeah. Blaze? Is it me? Who knows? <laughs> but um, I just want to say thanks for uh, anybody who's checked those out. Um, I know that we've had people say like, man, it sucks that we have like off weeks. And it's like, yes, but that was because we were getting burned out. And so <laughs> it this keeps is just something. Sane. Yeah, doing this every other week keeps us sane, while doing my solo stuff in the off weeks helps me to just kind of um, just just let loose um, and enjoy that, which is kind of rough because I'm doing those technically on the same weekends that we are recording, so <laughs> it can actually be a bit well, I mean, stressful to try and put stuff out at the same time, but I'm going to continue to do it as long as I can. The next one would be... That one's going to be a bitch for me to record because we have (laughs) there is a show that I'm watching on Friday. There is a get together that I'm going to be at the day after, which is Halloween, which also is Halloween. So I don't know when I'm going to watch that. We are going to have practice the next day for our group and we're going to (laughs) record. So I got to figure out when my solo one's going to come out. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. It's going to be interesting. So, yes, the purpose of those is to cut down on the preamble before this, which we're doing right now. So, Shmeev, what do we have today? We have a lot to talk about before we get into this album. Let me say. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, We have our boy. We have not seen him for a little bit. He's he's been floating around in the background. Uh. 
playing every character in <laughs> Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> every single one. Big Baby Sweets. That was him. Sugar this, Bear. This was... <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was also him. <laughs> wait a minute. Big Money Hustlers was before this guy's first EP. <laughs> the Chief. That was also him. <laughs> Anyways, we have Jump Steady. Jump with Steady. His second album, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Guillotine. Yeah, well, because, yeah. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't determine if they pronounce it that way or not. Right, and I, if I'm correct, the movie is actually a sequel. I tried looking it up. It's but... very easy to find. It's a classic, apparently. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, they loved those kinds of movies when they were growing up. Oh, so yeah. it makes sense that they would, that, that at the very least, Jump Steady would do something like this because he's a nerd. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. It is a sequel a... to the 1971 film One-Armed Boxer. That's what it was. So it is also known as One-Armed Boxer 2 and The One-Armed Boxer versus The Flying Guillotine. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like I need to look this up just because it sounds I ridiculous. Absolutely need to look this up because it has inspired a lot of people and who have made things that I enjoy in general. Like this movie is cited by several people as inspirations and stuff. Like you got your Tarantinos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Fucking there is a Boondocks episode that used like the weapon that they are describing in this. Um, oh, nice. The the third stink meaner episode where it is his other old people, friends, fr quote unquote friends who show up to murder people. <laughs> and I one of them has to look the flying those. guillotine and beheads. I cannot remember that guy's name for the life of me. He's the martial arts dude that they hire to protect them and he gets beheaded like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I... I have no recollection of any of that, so I'll just. Have it was to take a later season. It. Oh, okay, okay. So yes, we had uh, Jump City had released uh, the Chaos Theory uh, back in '03. That was just an EP, which gave us one of our favorite songs that we've ever talked about, of course, <laughs> with Ninjas in Action. And we finally get an actual full length on here. There was actually on one of the recent ICP streams, apparently Jump City had made a cover of a MC Hammer song. Oh, called uh, Turn This Mother Out. That was meant for this CD, but they scrapped it. But now because they've heard about it, because like they, they were like, oh, yeah, we made this cover. And Violent J was like, wait, what? He was like, I didn't know about this. Why didn't you put it on there? I'm sure it was fresh. And now they're like, well, now we have to find it. <laughs> like, so while they're looking, if they can find the unedited cut of bitches, I, I would like to get that. as well. <laughs> no, that that is the, the full 10 hours of bitches is only after I get my centerfold down with a clown remix. No, that, that our band is, is totally just going to do. No, we're we're going to our band's going to do that then. <laughs> Look it up. Quirk. 
<laughs> and then after we, we will we will so immediately run it into a full unedited cut of bitches that we will do ourselves <laughs> now this is a 17 track album a though what? it technically isn't because it's a there's a hidden track first off big shout out to friend of the podcast the homie jiggles Sound like you were trying, like covering time while you were trying to remember his name for a second there. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> because for some reason, my copy of this CD was fucking up immensely whenever it was getting to, um, I think it was the final track, which is 10 minutes long. For some, for whatever reason, iTunes just was not cooperating. And my co- the copy of my CD is not in bad condition, so I had no idea what it was doing. Hmm. And uh, Jiggles was 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 a g hit me up and was like yo i might be able to send you this in in 320 and i was like okay cool and he did like instantly so nice thank you dude because that saved our bacon even though a second a second shout out to the homie jiggles for shouting us out on the what is a juggalo podcast what a cool (laughs) dude cool (laughs) dude uh a, a podcast apparently started because quarantine it's just i want to do something in quarantine so i believe that is the homie rob doing some doing doing that podcast i I listened to that episode and i will listen to some more so yeah go uh go listen to that it's it's great the the what Mm -hmm. is a juggalo podcast yep fantastic so now that we've gotten all that taken care of this album released. This is the first album that Psychopathic put out in 2005. Oh, we've so made it. Finally, yes, we finally have done it. The and modern day. Yes. <laughs> 2005 is a is a massive year for Psychopathic. They put out a lot of projects that year. I thought 2004 was a massive year. 2004 was also a massive year. Wasn't this is 2003 the era pretty from, big. From about 2002. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh-oh. From about 2002 to I think 2006, they put out quite a few records, <laughs> and that's that's the family era. So everybody's just doing fucking everything, including Jump Steady, who is not a rapper, <laughs> but he is. You can hear him on but this album full, and his his EP, full length album, and. Oh, one more thing before we actually get into this. I was doing a bit of of research. I know that I had mentioned this before that we want to do episodes where we just talk about guest features that have been done by Psychopathic Records artists and on other. About I haven't said shit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I have finally started to actually compile a list of songs and I think that they start in like 1996 or something like that. And I've gotten stuff all the way up until like 2017, but oh, I haven't shit. even like I haven't gotten through like all the artists yet. But probably when we get to around 2006, 2007, 2008, we might be able to start doing those episodes. Okay. Maybe we'll do something like 10 songs an episode. Because there's quite a few. Hell, in 2008, there is one album on Strange Music that has three songs Jesus that feature Christ. different people, which is super cool. But I just wanted to get that out of the way because it's something that I've been looking forward to because the other artists that are being covered 
are kind of cool. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of fucking Cottonmouth games. <laughs> I look forward to covering that ODB song that they appeared on. Yeah, that is one of the ones that I have I know. on there. Yeah, I... <laughs> I put that on the list. I, I listened to it both, already. Both versions of it. We can talk about both. Oh boy, there's another version of it. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember it being good, but <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I mean, the song is okay. <laughs> the remix is also okay. That's all it is. I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I I don't believe you when it comes to remixes. I cannot trust you with remixes. It's been broken and there's nothing we could do to fix that. Do y'all see what I have to deal with? I just get shit on constantly for my preferences. I'm offended. They all, every I single, came here. Every I'm single here. one of the people listening heard, heard the Headhunters remix. I came here to have a good time. And honestly, I'm feeling very attacked right now. Attacked by the master of the flying guillotine. Wait, we can't do this. We can't do this yet. Go back. No, no. Turn, turn back the time before we start the album. Before we get into this album, we, have, thing we to have to do. crack open a motherfucking Vago. What do you have? I have... A cream soda that has been sitting in my fridge for the last three weeks. <laughs> Delightful. What do I you myself got? have a can of Red Pop that I saved from my last case of Red Pop just for this episode. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I make good decisions. <laughs> I love that uh, a recent waves look delicious. tweet that we got from a listener saying that they love uh, listening to us because they always crave Fago whenever we crack them open. <laughs> yeah. I think that was Al Capone. I believe I was so. talking to him the other day. I believe so. I was tagged in, a, in one and got all of the replies. <laughs> yep, because I don't remove tags. Yep. For you. Nerd. <laughs> all right, let's jump into this. Track one, the intro. And hey, it's it's just another intro. What progress have you made? Yeah, Speak with up. clips from Master uh, of the Flying Guillotine. Yep. I've made a new weapon. Uh, and the, it, they're it's it's a flying guillotine. It's a big blade thing that they throw on a chain, and it has a mechanism to snap itself shut over somebody's head. That's cool. It looks like if you're if you look at the the back of the cover, it looks like he's holding half of a basketball with yes. just a saw blade attached to the bottom of it. But it also looks like there's a hole on it where it would be a hat. If you look at the that's like a like a kung lao hat. Yeah. Wait. And that goes that... right into Master of the Flying Guillotine. Attack the barricade with my bloody double blades As soldiers stand spade at a warrior unafraid Cause I'm fortified to do or die on the battlefield How you feel when five feet of 
steel is revealed Death the final price to pay for those who try to run away You wanna win, best begin, trying to be my protege While the sun sets, the soul slip away to where the cat The ground is where the body slept while the mother's wept Ninjas on the deadly creep, trying to kill me in my sleep Got a trophy shelf upon which the hooded heads I keep Master of the deadly styles, put your body in a pile Ain't been seen in a while, but your family's in denial 18 boot attack, better watch your crooked back Cause a counterattack, you just kinda like the knack for that Only one shall remain upon the other's death will claim Feel the pain, his clothes are stained by the bloody rain Guillotine master, chop That's a hype fucking that is way to kick seriously off. one of the best like title tracks that we have come that, across. That intro is snappy. It's not a super long intro. Like it's it's almost a minute, but that does not feel long at all. It dives right in, and we hit this the first actual track of it. It's just so good. Jump steady is hype. Like he's yeah. he's cool. <laughs> the thing is, is he knew what he wanted to accomplish with sure. with this this album. He knew what he wanted to accomplish with the beginning of this album. <laughs> Don't tell me that's a sign of things to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying we want people to listen I, to the rest of this episode. <laughs> I, I like the rest of the, I like the rest of the album. I mean, I'm just saying it does. It does fluctuate. Um, I this this song. I remember when I first got this. This is an album that kind of flew under the radar for me for a very long time, with with the exception of a handful of songs. But man. This track is one that I like never skip because it's just good. It it's really hits. Good, yeah. the, the only thing that that is bothersome is there are times for jump steady where he just doesn't make sense. I think he, there's times where he there wrote lines that sound cool, but don't necessarily go together. <laughs> let me, let me tell you a story <laughs> real quick. Okay. So, so pe- people, uh, people might know that like, I'm a I'm a big fan of the music of the show Ruby. Okay. The show's okay here and there. Never seen it. The guy who composed the music for that, Jeff Williams, has stated in interviews that his method for writing for that is usually scanning the script, picking out things that sound cool, <laughs> and just kind of chucking them in. <laughs> <laughs> and in some cases, barring cool sounding things from a lord of the rings speech i mean he did that too that, that, that's similar to um like no joke one of the first songs that like comes to mind when i think of something like that is for anybody who's played uh metal gear rising revengeance rules oh, of man. nature oh that song rules is it's a great song but if you're about to say it doesn't make sense then i'm just going to say you can't read <laughs> You're probably right. (laughs) But no, no, no. Jump Steady puts together like. 
I don't remember if, if we stated it on the Chaos Theory episode, but I, I remember reading someone had posted long time ago that Jump Steady sounds like if a history teacher was trying to rap. <laughs> we did talk about this. Yes. <laughs> And we still get that here. It's 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 oh, it, very big in this song. His delivery <laughs> is still really awkward for some lines. His, <laughs> his the emphasis that he puts on some of these syllables is fucking incredible. I, I recall I, I had texted you saying that he was the Jeff Hardy <laughs> of this to which your response was not really the most positive one. Understandably so. But it's for anybody I just who said likes, I didn't I don't I don't know of Jeff Hardy's mic so, skills at all. So if if anybody here is a fan of professional wrestling and you watch Jeff Hardy's promos, he will put the emphasis on the wrong words in his promos that they just <laughs> they just come off as comical because he's saying it improperly. And the fact that he does that with his carolina accent just makes it even funnier oh my god it's just it's 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 so funny he did not get his promo skills from matt let's just leave it at that <laughs> but <coughs> excuse me jump steady kind of has that same issue but it's at the same time the lines he's saying are cool so i can get <laughs> past it like i it's i don't just... i don't mind it and i just i i have such a, a love for this song it's it's a blast like we're 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 one official track in and i'm like fu- let's fucking go this <laughs> this is great i'm gonna have a good time let's let's fucking keep going on this shit hell yeah I, i'm but, going to assume that uh in in some of in this one in particular and possibly some of the other ones that he that this contains a sample pro- possibly from a soundtrack thing mm-hmm. i'm going to guess um not that like I wouldn't imagine that somebody would uh, be like whoever produced stuff for this would produce it. But I'm just going to make an assumption that it was like the the 70s Kung Fu funk era. And and it may have pulled from just directly from the movie. So I I want to double check. um, I forgot to to point out, like, who did the production? Um, It looks like this was primarily done. (sighs) Wow. Actually, it looks like Jump Steady did quite a bit of production. I oh, don't shit. understand how, uh, but I see co-produced by Fritz the Cat. I also see some by Lavelle. So it looks like okay. It looks like Fritz did the majority of this. The fact that it says on all of these produced by uh, Jump Steady is very interesting. I also see oh. some by Violent J did some production, it, which perhaps totally makes he, sense. Uh... Perhaps he just likes to have a have a major hand in the sound of his album. That is, it's quite possible. But yeah, Violent J apparently did quite a bit of stuff on here as well, which makes sense. It's his brother. Yeah, I get it. I also see. No, we won't worry about those just yet. But yeah, so Fritz okay. the Cat was was their go to for this record, though, for the most part. So. I I haven't even been looking at my notes for this at all, but like, okay, so I I was uh, I was kind of curious, like, what connections he has besides his love for like kung fu movies and stuff to to martial arts mm-hmm. and stuff, and like I I don't know if he's if he practices anything in particular beyond the fact that he spent time in the military and during that era he probably would have like gotten the basic judo stuff that they 
started training in at, after some point. I'm just curious. I have no idea. I I know from like I've tried doing doing a bit of looking up on him before, and it never showed anything about him doing like any martial a, arts training or he's whatever. Pretty low profile. Yeah, he seems to to keep a lot of things to himself, which is you know that's yeah. a respectable way to live. You know, he does he does the thirty six chambers references in here, all that stuff. You gotta, you can't not. Of course. So yeah, let's uh, skip up to a timestamp here. Oh, you have Unless, one. Do you have? Do I you... don't. I'm I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Okay. Well, here we go. Man, who would have thought that Jump Steady would have inspired one of the greatest memes of our time? I'm sorry, let me skip to the real one. Believe it or not, George, is it at home? Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I pick up the phone. Mike just has a blank stare Where on his face. <laughs> I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Mike doesn't have the Seinfeld knowledge for this. <laughs> so I'm just going to skip to the end of this track and get the actual thing in here. I'm floating on air. I never thought I could feel so free. This is going to lead right into Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. I'm a super villain, I'm a new beginning I'ma jump up and fly off through the ceiling I'm a certified dope man, thick hottie groping I bust shots and foes and blow holes on I'm a psychopathic Don, send you to oblivion Pops upon a cheat, imitate you like Obi-Wan I'ma succeed, leg up like a millipede Guarantee the nosebleed if you try to supersede I'm the chosen gun, I rock shows and run And the hatchet on my neck be a frozen one I'm a movie star, so bitch move your car Take two steps back when I cruise the bar all-night annihilistic fighter, MOP fighter, rap feud igniter. I'm a shit talker, alleyway stalker, Detroit cast quarter gangs co-walker. You set them up and I'll break them down. Ain't nothing ever gonna take me down. How you like me now? How you like my style? Try to be like me, it ain't worth your while. You set them up and I'll break them down. Ain't nothing ever gonna take me down. How you like me now? How you like my style? Try to be like me, it ain't worth your while. I'm a yeah nice little back and forth with jump city and violent j the trades are good it's it's honestly it's a well put together track they're they're just they're just saying what they is yeah and it works i don't i have nothing negative to say about this one like honestly the fact that it we didn't get something like this on Jump Steady's first uh, EP is kind of surprising, <laughs> but I mean, I kind of think that that first EP was like a test of like, hey, do people want to hear Jump Steady rap more? <laughs> but this track is fun. There's like I said, it's it's pretty cut and dry about what it's about. They're just saying, you know, things that we basically already know about them. There are some Especially some ch- there's some lines in here. That get me get me a little curious. Mm-hmm. For example, we heard one in this uh, in the snippet that we just played the MOP biter rap feud igniter line. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if you're 
actually igniting any fuse with anybody, Jump Steady. Like, yeah, Jump no, Steady seems no, to be the person no who offense, wants to. But like, to, for, first off, you don't do much. That's all that. Like, you you just don't have like a whole like thing with that. Like, no, but I don't think anybody's getting too mad at anything you have to say. You're pretty tame. You don't you don't <laughs> you don't really throw a lot of shade at all. No, he seems and pretty chill. Also, people need to hear it first for them to be mad about it. That's just a statement on the fact that I I don't know how widespread his stuff is because like I don't know I don't even if I don't if, know man if ICP is relegated to a fairly like small demographic not that I'm saying there's not a lot of juggalos because there are but is Jump Steady also hitting all of their ears as well the answer is probably, probably not, not. No. like <laughs> like ninjas in action. Should have been on a forgotten <laughs> freshness. Yeah, it's really weird that they didn't put that on there. Ninjas in Action should be the last track of every album released by Psychopathic. <laughs> they should literally just make an updated version like every other year. Yeah. Like, no, they should actually just keep the same one. No, 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 but I'd be cool with it. Or, or you get it and then anytime a new artist comes on you just tack on add a new them, verse add their verse there on, you yeah. go so at this point um we would have about 33 verses on. and you know what That'd we can get cool. that second verse from monoxide that we didn't have the first re-release time. the chaos theory ep but add another in ninjas in action after joke your mind <laughs> so it ends the album <laughs> But don't take out the original one, the no, other one. We, we need... Not leave them both. We need every version of Ninjas in Action that's ever been thought of. And then Magic the Ninja other... can release their own version. It's Magic Ninjas <laughs> in Action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the The other thing that he says in this... It, 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 because, again, we've talked about Jump Steady's delivery and how it's very awkward sometimes. Yes. So I, I'm not sure... Um, I think what he is saying, he said, I believe the phrase is DC recruiter hater. I believe he is talking because he pauses in weird locations, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about his army recruiter. <laughs> um, this is like a classic thing. Actually, there's there's a TikTok that went around recently of somebody walking around like they're uh, just talking to all the other people that they like. It was on an army base or whatever, mm -hmm. and they were just like, hey, you have anything to say to your recruiter? And 90% of them were just, fuck you. <laughs> like, almost every single one. One of them was a very sarcastic, like, uh, I'd like to say thank you for giving me this opportunity, <laughs> but, like, I don't think he was serious. Oof. <laughs> so that's the feud igniter that he is. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. I don't think it's a rap <laughs> feud, though. <laughs> <laughs> what if his recruiter was actually like a big hip hop fan? That's, that's just like a feud with Godsmack or something. <laughs> that's not something that should ever exist. So, yeah, I have nothing else for this track. I really enjoy it though. It's it's fun. It, it's a song that honestly, Violent J is not very violent in it. He's pretty. No. He's pretty reasonable. He's reasonable just, J. These are just the bros <laughs> hanging out, talking about bro stuff. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> just the Mario bros talking about spaghetti. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Track number four. If.
People are always wondering if I only would have done this or if I only would have done that. They're always trying to change things, wishing they could have done it different. But there are no ifs in life. It's just what happened. You have to accept that. Don't waste your life with the what-ups, could-ups, should-ups. Just focus on what is and learn to accept your destiny. Life begins to flicker and fade as my eyes rest on the barrel of a 45 off the bat. As my girl standing next to me begins to plead for the mugger to heed his misdeed that breeds infamy. His gun waves as cocaine flows through his veins. An evil fiend slowly dying in the fast lane. Rain falls, he looks sideways with a crooked eyeball. I reach for my wallet which fumbles and falls. His finger on the trigger as I hold my breath. Freeze frame like a picture perfect image of death. He grabs the wallet with haste but then hesitates as he follows my girl. A crazed look on his face. Mad minute as my rage intensifies But the gun to her belly makes my anger subside He then runs away, turning fear to shame The damage is done, things will never be the same If I would have had no Everything would be strong. That's If. Mm-hmm. This is a much better song called If than the one that we got from Bizarre Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song that, I'm not going to lie, I never really listened to in the past. Mm-hmm. And when we did our listens for this and I brought up the lyrics on Genius, I have a much greater appreciation for this song. It is a very cool concept. <laughs> so we heard that first verse where... Jump City and uh, and his girl are being uh, mugged, and he's just basically complying. But the person who's the mugger itself is is basically just being a scumbag, as you would assume. Yeah. What we have in the second verse and the third is we get those same opening lines that we got from the first verse, but with a different uh, outcome. Like, they yeah. show him, like, I think this in the second one, he, like, knocks out the person. Yeah. But the, the mugger had a, a friend with him who hits him, like, with a crowbar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think that his girl gets raped by that person. And then in the third one, Jumpsteady has a gun and shoots, but the mugger shoots both him and his girl and they both die. Yeah. It is an interesting concept for a song. And I'm kind of surprised yeah. that we haven't heard something like that anywhere else. I was I was listening to it and kind of thought about like it's it's almost an interesting way of kind of taking shots at people who do this like have this hypothetical badass version of themselves in their minds who like like man if I was there this would have happened and it's like no. <laughs> like you don't it's, know it, it's anything also, about what you would do. It's also like the people who are like, whenever you think of like an argument you had, and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, and then you think about like something that would have just sealed it and you would have won that argument. You ever just yeah. have that? You're standing in the shower and then you think about that shit. Happens there, there's, every day. <laughs> there's me. an entire there's an entire Seinfeld about that where George comes up with the perfect comeback on his way home from the meeting that he just got burned in and he saves it and tracks this person down to, to get them to try it again. So he can come so he can do his comeback. 
<laughs> like that's the it's thing. It's amazing. It's it's just alternate realities of it. Yep. Some somewhere else, I have won every single argument <laughs> that I ever had if I would have just had that knowledge. Yeah. But it's damn. It's a cool song and second the, chances. They ain't there. <laughs> uh the but the song is is definitely a cool concept and the instrumental fits really well for it too it's very like Mm -hmm. it's dark is a weird a weird word for it but it kind of fits just because of the situation that he's presenting so i i definitely enjoy the song more nowadays now that i've actually listened to it and heard the words I, i always feel like whenever we talk about like things that are dark like to get a beat that sounds dark, like it would be hard to just define something as dark mm-hmm. just by its beat because it's just like, what is it? Just really overly spooky or something. And like, then it's just cartoonish in my mind. Mm-hmm. This, the beat, it's more so that it doesn't stand in the way of what he is saying, which is a much darker subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it, works. It, it lends itself to it very well, especially with... It's it's really the baseline in it is mm. it's it's fairly minimal, but that's because there's not a lot of stuff going on with it. Just it being laced with his storytelling is what adds to it so well. So that's yeah. the thing. It's this is a very interesting and well done song. And like I said, I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't fully appreciate it in the past that only listening to it recently has just made me enjoy it more. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have another skit, track five, Crom, that goes right into track six, Revenge. Crom, I've never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if you were good men or bad, why we fought or why we died. All that I've never seen a single Conan movie. I haven't either. Important. This scene does rule. Barlow pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. This sounds. Grant me revenge. This sounds like when Kratos at the very beginning of God of War was like, Ares, destroy my enemies. an early ICP song mm-hmm. that has that 
that thing that he did at the end. I can't remember what the fuck it was. I had the three blind mice line that I didn't fucking get. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, that was in uh, uh, my funhouse. I don't remember what that was from. That was in Ringmaster. Okay. Which had... Um, was that... Nah, it had a guest feature on it. Yeah, probably. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, yeah. Wow, uh, they, that's really he, sad. We're, I'm a they, terrible juggler. I'm sorry, guys. They, 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 they brought that flow back for that for that hook mm-hmm. again. They love doing it. It's it's not just that. I'm not, I know they do it all over the fucking place, but for some reason, as as they were getting to the end of that, I was like, ah, oh, yes, three blind mice, deepest fear, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so this one, uh, the music, I, I didn't realize that when they're showing, they show music by and then produced by. Oh. That's dumb. So, the music for pretty much all of these was done by Fritz. This one was actually done by Mike P. Oh. So we still have him. Oh, God, there's one of them where the music's done by four different people. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's a lot and of we work. also had Lavelle uh, in the background. That chorus. Can I just say that for the majority of the time that I was listening to that song, I honestly didn't even realize it was jump steady because he's doing something with his voice to try and make it sound like he is a member of ICB. Yeah, it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> it, it is very strange. I didn't recognize it as his voice. <laughs> yeah, he it's he was literally just like, he was like, Violent J, Joe, if you need me to step in for an ICP song. If you need me to to do your voice from the Ringmaster, I got you. <laughs> Cuz that's exactly what he sounds like he's trying to do there. Yep. And sadly enough, I don't have any other notes for this one because that was just the one thing that jumped out at me the most. There's just so little to talk about this, but all I have is it's just a pretty major escalation from like breaking windows to fucking up a car to murder. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, we broke some windows. We got back at you, you son of a bitch. Then we fucked up his car. We sure got back at, we killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you ruin all their shit and then they feel really shitty and then you kill them. So all they feel is shitty before they die. Sure. Sure. I feel like that <laughs> happens in a lot of movies. I guess. That sounds yeah. like the Punisher. Yeah. The good one with Tom Jane. <laughs> Don't that ever was, watch the uh, Dolph Lundgren one. That that's your Shawshank Redemption. They didn't actually kill him; they just let him take himself out. But you I've know. never seen it. Never seen the Shawshank Redemption. I have not. I have been judged oh. by that for many years. It's pretty good. One day, I enjoy it. Okay. Up next, track seven. My man's in there. Are you one of the king killers? That's right. Flying guillotine, Fong Zing Wu Chi. Soldiers hold the breath, bodies quiet as kept. Next still in my ear as I load the gun. Fifth 
in the chambers I kissed the last one 98 black van death wagon outside Pools be tripping We gotta ride That's what's up So what you saying? They was on Mac when the bullets started spraying I seen Best believe they're gonna bleed at the murder ball. They planted the seed to do a deadly deed. Meet me on Central, I know where they be. Slowly pouring through the door, we ready for war. Black hood rape riders, and we go on our tour. Hey, them boys for real, man. So who you bring? My man's and then soon the toll bell ringing. I'm going to put out just a, a suggestion okay. that if you're going to sequence an album, don't put a song literally called Revenge about revenge right before a song that who's with the first word being vengeance. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a weird sequencing. Although I like this one better, I think. Yeah. So we got Jump Steady, and the person he was on the phone with is Lavelle. That's Lavelle's voice um, on the phone calls. Mm-hmm. But there is a significant guest feature on this. Misery. Misery. Jump Steady's brother-in-law. Oh. Oh, that's right. I did look this up. I saw things about that. And I'm going to say this now. Misery fucking killed his shit on this song it's really good and i will take back the negative shit that i said about misery <laughs> and all the early stuff and I, and we will eventually talk about parallel when we get to the 20th anniversary and like, you'll take back all the stuff you said about misery but not about twin gats not about twin gats because <laughs> <laughs> twin gats was so bad which reminds me that there is a Twin Gats solo CD that I need to try and find, but I'll never find it, and it's way too oh expensive. Boy. Anyways, no, this track is put together real well. Misery mm-hmm. was fucking incredible on it. Like, I was very surprised. This track is one where Jump Steady's lines are now being juxtaposed directly with Lavelle and Misery's. And it's where I really see how awkward his delivery can get. Oh, yeah. Jump Steady is not a rapper. He was not a rapper by trade. He wasn't the person like at least whenever they were like when ICP was starting out, like they were like 100 percent. okay, we're going to be rappers and we're going to we have a style that we are doing that we have worked on. And this is how we rap. And you could tell that like they've obviously excuse me, they've gotten better over time. They, but, they, they change it up. They they adapt. Exactly. But like it was one thing when we had Jump Steady who did like his verse on taste way back on Carnival of Carnage, which is a good verse. Like, do mm-hmm. not do not mistake that for me saying, oh, it was trash. Why was it on there? It was a good <laughs> verse. And it had it was it was honestly important for the song. And then he yeah. was featured on like a little bit of stuff here and there. But like. That's why it seems like the EP that he did was kind of like a test of, okay, well, how do people feel about Jump Steady? And if it was like, yeah, we want more of Jump Steady. (laughs) But (laughs) he's not built to be a rapper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, when I say that his awkward delivery really stands out here, 
I mean, like, Ama, I didn't feel like it was that, like, I didn't feel much on that one. Like, him and Violent J just trading off. Sounds fine. It sounds mm -hmm. fine. Him on Ninjas in Action. Because the song called next, for it. Next to literally every other rapper on Psychopathic. Sounds great. It's so good. He can rap in a natural fashion. It just sometimes he really don't. <laughs> he I mean, has if, the ability you're listening to, like, to do that. Ninjas in Action. It's. I just said ninja. I just talked about ninjas in action. I said against everybody else in psychopathic. He sounds fine. No, he was he was okay on that one. But obviously, everybody else are like are clearly doing like their normal shtick. Yeah. And it just sounds better than him. But it's like but what I okay, mean is they're just there's just a clearer juxtaposition here mm -hmm. specifically in this track. It just jumps the because, fuck out. Because, I can't ignore it. Because Misery is just doing so much better. That, and also he has lines directly, like, Lavelle has lines directly cut into his verse. So, like... Over with the phone calls? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's a cool song, though. It is good. They really should have put this one before Revenge, though. <laughs> they Cause it made should no have sense. put it instead of Revenge. Just remove Revenge. I mean, they could put revenge later. I don't know. I, just, just split them up. Just split them up. Put my man's and them actually really late in it for a nice pick me up later in the album. It's almost making it seem like the latter half of the album needs that. Take Master of the Flying Guillotine, copy it, and put it like on like the sixteenth track or something. Okay. That said, oh, this is one of the ones that was uh, co-produced by Violent J. Very interesting. All right. Well, I think that we can move on because I have nothing else on this one. No, that's about it. Got the next track number eight. Spare of the moment. That's an Asia song. I seem like an arrogant son of a bitch, but I know I ain't shit. I'm just really fucking pissed at these rappers and bands who love to hate on my music. I do it, I did it, I made a record, and now I'm just rocking, yeah. Hell Pop yeah. rocket rap, that's my flavor, don't deny it. Supply to put it to you on the streets, don't wanna buy it. This fine, but don't hate on me, just be quiet. The boys are here now, fuck a fight, we're gonna riot. See, it was just another show in the beginning, man. Going up after another motherfucking shitty band. Indie rockers, college kids, some rappers, I already hated them all, so I had all interest to be in in that bra, four songs into the set, the house pulled the plug, was saying vowel shit, and looking like a thug, mean mugs from the crowd, fuck this family is out, we're about to burn this place down, and keep on rapping on the ashes, I didn't think about it, I just did it, another crime, of the moment so we don't get jump steady until the second half of the chorus yeah because the first is by rapper delusional i don't know who that is so delusional i looked this up i, I am familiar with him a little bit but i i'm under the impression that around this time he was actually a hype man for jump steady 
Oh, um, weird. I don't know if Jump Steady like did any small tours for this album or anything. I know that he performed at the Gathering, so I don't know <laughs> if he just did it there or what. I just realized that um, I actually looked him up to like mm-hmm. figure out who it was to write in my notes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know who. I still don't like. I don't know anything about him. I just looked up who the fuck it was. <laughs> I actually have a record by him. I I think I bought it from somebody, but I it's still sealed. I've never actually opened it. But he um, he ended up doing another project um, a number of years later called DWB, uh, Dirty White Boys. And I actually have one of their records. But um, I don't really know much else about him, but this song is dope. And I kind of yeah. wish that for Delusional having been a hype man, I wish we would have got a little bit more of him on this record, to be completely honest. Yeah, he's good. Um, this track was dope. He's got good <laughs> attitude. And yes. His flow is like it's really like he's got a really solid flow, but also he has that kind of like really aggressive kind of like he'll jump into like a rapid fire mm-hmm. thing like my go to. It's like a DMX thing like DMX would go <laughs> through like these sudden he would like have like bursts of uh, of lyrics at points mm-hmm. and it would just like. He would just be going, flowing steady, and then he would just like have like this rapid fire, boom, 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 and like, yeah, man. <laughs> yep, I agree. And delusional it, kills it on here. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's it's a nice contrast between him and Jump Steady, who is still a awkward, bit more still awkward, <laughs> but he's a little bit more. Um, I don't know if, if forceful is the way that I want to to portray it on here something like that maybe like it's it's a little bit like that i mean let's we have to be real the the strongest track on this album so far has been master of the flying guillotine oh yeah but that's because he's just doing nerdy type shit he's doing what he's (laughs) built for jump steady yes look look (laughs) jump steady he may be a good hack benjamin he may in (laughs) fact he's silent (laughs) he may in fact have been in the Gulf War, Jump Steady, he ain't hard. He ain't hard. <laughs> he just can't do that. Like, he may, in fact, also, he may even be like a fairly imposing figure, and he may have some power in him, but it does not come out when he speaks. <laughs> he doesn't project it with his words. He just, he can't be that aggressive. And have I uh, can't take him seriously when he's trying. <laughs> like, that's 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 what it is. Because you, you like, have like you, you have delusional who is like talking about killing bands he doesn't like and stuff. And it's like I be- I buy it. I believe I believe that you hate them. And Jump Steady's talking about like people looking at his girl weird. And I'm like that's cute, Jump Steady. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> you're always saying things like that <laughs> that's because prior to this we've only had one ep and a handful of like guest verses that don't convey jump steady in any sort of like malicious way he just can't do it <laughs> but yeah don't be a violent jay be a jump steady yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, but this this track is dope. This is this it is honestly is really a standout. Good. And honestly, like I, I don't want to say that like delusional overshadows um that he overshadows Jump Steady. Nah. It's just welcome to have him on the song though. 
I I wouldn't have just wanted this to be a solo jump steady track because um, it would have been a little bit more boring. Yeah, but that's just me. I I mean, I I, th- I don't want to say delusional makes the track, but I think without him, it would just kind of feel a lot weaker, a lot weaker. I I would probably agree with that. Um, who did who even did the um, oh geez, music by. Oh, Delusional looks like actually did some production on this as well. Okay. Possibly. Yeah, it looks like a combination of him and... Oh, this... Him and Ben Shader. So I'm guessing that might have been somebody who is directly linked with Delusional. So uh, they even produced the song, which is a, honestly a good instrumental too. So I'm yeah. cool with that. So yeah, anything else on that? I don't think so. All right. Let's jump right on. Track nine. Crazy Straight. Uh. <laughs> Yo, homie, are you gay? <laughs> nah, crazy straight. <laughs> whoa, 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 what are you whoa, trying to say about whoa, it? Beautiful blind date turns out to be a heavyweight. Only got a dollar, but she already ate. Crazy straight, pull upon his ass is perfectly shaped. No need to stipulate, you're definitely crazy straight. That's right, what are we? I am so good at the video games, okay? Listen. Listen, dog. <laughs> so we can it's we can admit when a song is just not good, right? I mean, I'm amused by this, so I like it. <laughs> oh, I mean like it's funny. Yeah. It's not great <laughs> like I, you know there isn't much that i don't <laughs> like about it <laughs> like i love that there's uh the the booklet does exactly what i want every booklet to do and that is have all the lyrics that makes me so happy mm-hmm. um although i do believe that this doesn't have everything in it oh oh no it actually does well, okay but there's like that's close he just talks for quite a while after, like, that quote-unquote chorus. Uh-huh. Um, and it just goes on. But <laughs> I guess Crazy Straight is just, like, when, when things are going okay or going good. Yeah. That, I guess that's the equivalent of it being all Abu Dhabi. They, they've, they've, and, said, and, they've used that, like, before. Not Crazy Straight, but, like, you know, they said, like, nah, man, I'm straight. Like, as yeah. in, I'm good. It's all, it's all cool. Yeah. So crazy straight is just 
the the epitome of really I'm good. fucking chill. Really, <laughs> everything is incredibly copacetic. <laughs> yeah, this is just this one's eh to me. I can I, like I can pass I can pass on it. Really? Yeah, it's it's not even two minutes long. It's such a and short that's why listen. I can, it's got and such that's a, why I can easily pass on it. It has such a good beat too. <laughs> the beat is really good on that. Which means that I would want the beat to be longer and for the song to be better. You know what? Yeah, I, I can, know. I can deal with it. Yeah, that's just, it's not It's not for me. It's not for me. Whatever, man. It's all good. It's all good. We all got yeah, our we're, different... We're crazy we straight. different tastes. you crazy straight with this song. <laughs> 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 all right. I know that you were excited for the next one. Mm-hmm. When when you heard what it was going to be. Yes. So this is Battlefield. So um, I just want to note here that we have a we have a little video thing here, so we can we can see each other's reactions and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Mike was looking looking pretty down for the entirety of this. <laughs> he was he was looking real sad, kind of looking around his room, searching for for something to to bring his spirits up. He did not seem to find anything. Mike, what do you have to say? And then, and, the, and then you turn the song off, and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need this on this record. I I thought that Sammy's song on Chaos Theory was cute. Mm-hmm. I thought that having her on the Family Song back on Forgotten Persons Three mm-hmm. was cute. Yeah, I didn't need this. <laughs> 
I didn't. I'm sorry. So, let me let me tell everybody something. I love Pat Benatar. <laughs> I I really fucking love Pat Benatar. <laughs> One day, uh, back whenever I was still at my parents' place, come on to the living room and there's a fucking like show from a, it was only like from a couple of years ago. It was a live Pat Benatar show on. Goddamn incredible. Like she was probably like late 40s into her 50s at the time. Still fucking incredible. Like her voice. Amazing. I love this song. <laughs> like even despite the fact that whenever they hit that chorus, like the drop is just not there at all. <laughs> like, I'm like that's fine. Sammy's voice, a little out of key. Lee needs some I, correction. That's the part that like got me the most. It's is... like it's like tripled or something like that for some good coverage on it. But I'm like, yeah. Eh. I was like, why did you? Why did you like? add layers on the vocals but just couldn't do an extra take to hit the note <laughs> look sammy's all right in my book <laughs> and i can't i can't even remember like about how old she would have been whenever they they recorded that so. i want to know um how much involvement she had in writing this because jump steady's fingerprints are all over it like he definitely wrote most of it i could hear in the metaphors that that are used in this i'm like that's that's a jump steady metaphor every every fucking line yeah so uh lyrics by both of them okay yep concept by both of them nice okay but fritz fritz nailing nailing that beat oh for sure it was a cool beat. I, like, don't get me wrong. I just, I just don't care for the product as a whole. Shout out just me. to their cat Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> I have nothing else on this one. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was track ten. Out of ten tracks, we're done with the album. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Track eleven. There she was. Backside before my eyes First thing I noticed was the curve of her thighs Her ass was causing a scene Filling those jeans Had to check it from the front Know what I mean Her body made my fantasies become undone Eyes like an ocean We can smile the sun Hair wavy brown She would turn up any frown Felt the crush inside As I approached her on the down Damn girl, what's your name? Where you from? I wanted you to know that you definitely got it going on We kicked it for a while as I admired her style Puerto Rican honey from the Bronx, kinda wild She flirted in a sexy way and made me laugh She weaved a spell on my heart, similar to witchcraft We exchanged numbers as we parted ways I felt the pull from inside from where my soul lays
jump steady, you know? Just dropping a, drop a really, pretty, just a, a really sweet song. Yeah. It's, 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 it's honestly kind of nice. Yeah. Just a song dedicated to his wife. Yeah. Hook you know by what? Jennifer Legree, marriage and family therapist intern. Hmm. Hmm. That's not really true. That that's just like if you search that name, it it, it that's all you're gonna get is a therapist in Nevada and not whoever this <laughs> singer is, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I don't I don't have much on this one. It's just it's 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 a nice song. Is that it's, hook it's, a uh is that hook bitten from something? Oh, I don't know. It sounds so familiar for some reason. I have no idea, honestly. God damn. And I highly doubt that uh that that who sampled is going to tell us. <laughs> Cuz the album won't be there. I mean, this album has internet presence. So, I mean, like, it's possible. I mean, it's on Genius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's something. <laughs> but you don't have anything else for this? Just, just about, you know. I literally don't. And, that's I. And me and his wife. This is this is just one that always kind of flew under the radar for me because oh. it's it's nice, but that's it for me. Yeah, it's, it's smooth. It feels good. Jump steady. Jumpsteady's got that good vibe about it. Like, whenever he wants to do, like, a a song like this, like, it comes out really, really nice and earnest, and it's like, you know what? That that means mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's part of his charm. Yeah, he's a very, like, he's I... an earnest fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a, a dork? Yeah. A it's dork. like, I, I, I talked about this before, uh, not on the show, but just in, in general. Uh, I, I asked people for, like, other bands with the huge, earnest, dork energy that Huey Lewis in the news has. <laughs> and, you know, what? I found it in Jump Steady. <laughs> like, you listen to Huey Lewis in the news and stuff, and it's like, they mean every word of this, and that's sweet. And then, like, get to Jump Steady, and it's like, yeah, same thing. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, There She Was. That was There She Was. Huh? And then, what is next? Track 12, Universal Air Stance. In that case, a great many of you could be killed. Master of the flight guillotine on the scene. On the scene. Master of the flight guillotine on the scene. You know know what I mean. That's the track. 
I love it. You would. <laughs> it's fucking groovy as shit. I love it. So this one was actually, uh, the music for this one was actually done by Lavelle. With, uh, this is produced by Violent J, though. So it's weird that they're saying music is one and production is another. I don't get it. And the cuts were done by DJ Short Buzz. I have no idea who that is. I don't either. Literally never heard of this person ever in my life. This is a song that if they didn't have that intro with the um, the dialogue from the movie, mm-hmm. this could have been the intro track easily. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I definitely think so. I definitely think so. Because this reminds me of a number of other rap albums that would do just this kind of stuff, especially with like the, the DJ scratches and whatnot. Yeah. Have that be their opening track. I could definitely see it, especially when he's just saying, mess with the flat guillotine on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine here. I'm just it, saying it could it, have been an intro I, track I think, as well. I think it... It lacks what little input it has without having the song Master of the Flying Guillotine as the first track on the the first actual song on this album. Yes, but also no. I mean, I just don't really care for it. That's fine. Really, we can agree to disagree. You like Battlefield and I didn't. (laughs) Battlefield had something to offer. And so does this. Uh, whatever. This 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 is this is booty shaking music right here. Sure. Don't sh- do not deny me this song. <laughs> it is amazing. But you know what else is amazing? The song after this next skit. This is sonar. He blindly stumbled face to face with a dozen bloodthirsty undead. <laughs> I don't know what this is from. I don't either. You and Evil Undead I, is a deep. Is this the one that's the from that? You can see just a faint light. Uh, it could movie be like that was with um. Or it could be a trap. Tom Hanks. Wasn't it Tom Hanks? Yeah. Freelick. If, if it's the, the one that you're thinking. The treasure. How much does Freelick get? It's a trap. No. The pit is filled with sharp gem encrusted spikes. Freelick, the phonetic of Glossomere, is impaled and dies. Part you save him. Use your power to raise the dead. Well, I, I can't. I don't have enough points to raise the dead. Oh, hell. Aw, oh, JJ, that was really stupid, jumping into the pit without using your sonar first. Really stupid. Welcome. <laughs> Blue Wizard is about to die. Green Elf needs food badly. The bass is thumping, the club is jumping. Hot drunk girls in the corner humping. Booty shaking, big titties faking. High five, my boys, his drinks we taking. But what do we know about this? Nothing. We're not even there, I was only fronting. We're in a basement, role playing DD. Exploring the land of make believe. It's kind of like reading a book anew, except you control what the characters do. Untold adventures await your mind as you become someone else. Intertwined. Some think it's nerdy, that's probably true. But fuck you, it's just what we nerdies do. Allow our imagination or so free as our dreams here become reality. All through the night, sit tight. And keep on rolling, rolling, looking for that 20. Then we know we're going, others go for a fight. We keep on rolling, rolling, order us some pizza. It disappears like Merlin. The drums are thumping, goblins jumping. What are your thoughts on Dungeon Master? It's fun. I it's love the song. Uh, good, good fake out at the beginning. I like that. It's a good, good, good gag. <laughs> it's fun. So, 
Also, uh, yeah, don't just jump into pits. What the hell's wrong with you, JJ? It's really stupid. So, okay, let's 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 do a little breakdown here. Okay. In two thousand one, we had the Tussin, MC Chris, life's a bitch and I'm her pimp. That was in two thousand and one. Yes. Holy shit! In two thousand four, we had Wizard needs food badly. Five Iron Frenzy. And then, in what year is this? What year are we in? 2005. 2005, we have another gauntlet reference. (laughs) If you didn't know, the the actual, like, music to the Tussin was gauntlet. Like, that uh, sting at the, that thing at the beginning of it. Oh! Yeah. Holy crap. That's crazy. <laughs> that wait, that wizard needs food badly. You had me listen to that, wasn't that that uh, ska band? Yeah, Five Iron Frenzy, Christian ska band. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that was the ska band. <laughs> I've yep. been trying to actually find <laughs> their but, stuff, on but also a gauntlet reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is a song. Ever since I I started listening to this, this has always been like one of the more fun songs for me on this record. It's a blast, and I never had played D and D, so I just like, aha, it's funny because Jump said he's a nerd and blah blah. Um, you and I tried playing D and D a number of years ago. Got a session in, and it failed. <laughs> it's hard to get people to meet up regularly it was we were we our job was not uh friendly on free time yep so we could never all uh meet up again i actually did a short campaign um this year with a second attempt at my dragonborn monk (laughs) (laughs) that was much more successful except i was turning into a vampire for the majority of it Whoops. And it was a blast. Because <laughs> I actually knew how to how to disperse my points this time instead of not having anything in... Um, uh, what the fuck was it that we Dex. put the least in last... Yeah, dexterity. There you go. There you which go. monks actually fucking need. You got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so, I, uh, I do enjoy this song a lot. Now, D&D's a blast. One... Um, one thing that I'll note, this song, the instrumental for it, was not originally created for this. Oh. This was actually a... This was the original instrumental for Dead Body Man. Yes, exactly. I, how would you know? How did you know this? I was listening to it, and I was like, you know what? If this was in Dead Body Man, it would have been a better song. And you know what? You're, you're probably right. <laughs> go on <laughs> they had to slow down dead body man to you know make it worse um no but this song uh actually the original instrumental was for a track that was left off of hell's pit oh well that that did not get re-released that did not get released to the general public until 2018 so we'll get we'll to get, it we'll get there but there, there was a couple songs that their instrumentals got used for other people that were f- that they were supposedly originally be on Hell's Pit, huh. and other people ended up scooping those up uh, instead. That's weird. 
we've actually encountered one of the other ones already. I totally, I don't even think I talked about it then, but we've already talked about one of them, and there will be at least one more that we'll talk about in the future. I mean, you could say what it is if we already talked about it, unless nope. you don't remember. I do. Yeah, I doubt it. I actually do. I'm sure. Whatever. That's fine. Because <laughs> it's, it's my favorite song on that record, and it's my favorite song on the EP that had the original ICP song, so there. Huh. <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, Dungeon Master. It's fun. Yeah. It's about D&D. All, all, all I wrote was that for Sonar, I just wrote nerds, and then for Dungeon Master, I wrote nerds again. <laughs> yeah. It, aside from reminding me of several other... Um, musical references to gauntlet it also reminded me of the local band to us Bethlehem. they are they're from bethlehem pa uh okay <laughs> they are a metal band whose uh albums are based on their D campaigns <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's i don't know how many al- i have two of their albums i don't know how many they actually have but <laughs> they're fun <laughs> hmm I'll send you something. Nice. Anyway, that's Dungeon Master. Up next, track number 15, Amy's Ghost. Amy's Ghost. We have us a little uh, sequel. To Amy's in the Attic. Yeah. Which, I will remind you, is a really good song. Yes. And this is a really good sequel. It's pretty good. I genuinely love this song. Um, I would argue that Jumpsteady, while not as good a storyteller as Jay, really good. He can do it. <laughs> and this this one shows it. This is really well done, in my opinion. It's spooky. Like, and uh, we do have a part where there is a woman singing. It's um, it's it's one Michelle rap that is Sugar Slam, mm-hmm. and the part where she sings always stands out because she sings slightly 
slower than what the actual beat is. Yeah. And so as it continues on and on, she's so far behind that the beat actually loops around. And when she finishes, it ends on like beat one of a bar forward. Mm -hmm. And it actually like works when it's not supposed to. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a take on the, I, I couldn't find an actual solid name for it. It's either the ghost of Tom or the ghost of John. It depends on which rhyme you want to go with. Both of them work. It was like a children's song thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's an old song. One of the, one of those classics <laughs> of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused Please. by one of his lines earlier where he says broken body crisscrossed by use of a knife. I'm like, she was just like pushed off a slide and then like, didn't he just like hide her somewhere? I don't know if he cut her up or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Honestly, it's been so long since I've listened to, to Amos and Yannick. I, I mean, remember, he even but... says it. It's just like she got pushed off a slide. Whoops. <laughs> Accidental death. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know where it's like, I'm sorry, what the fuck happened to her? <laughs> Jump steady. But okay. Does he actually? Maybe they yeah, talked it out. I... They they know the story better than I do. They wrote it. <laughs> Jay was there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. But no, I love just everything about this song. is is well done. It's the instrumental is creepy mm -hmm. and jump steady. <laughs> For once, his his rap cadence works really well for this. Yeah, he he comes up pretty for good. His story time. Again, so. uh, he's you know he's rapping about a ghost and nerd shit. He's not trying to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> like. So yeah, I like this one a lot. Same. And let's see. Oh man, we're getting we're getting close to the end here. We are. Track number no 16. No signs of slowing down. The obsolete man. Try to survive as best I can in bed. I lies. I wonder why. What it means in this world to live and die. Soon as our thoughts play cross my mind in a bind, I wish I could face sometimes me out to sea. Like a lost memory or a dark fantasy that could never be. Anger would then wash away like rain. How I can stay my heart with pain. These family, why can he add a die? He's way too young to be wearing lies while another friend suffers endlessly. Her body afflicted with HIV. Miss my dog with a head in my lap. Can still see on the floor collapse at night. Demons attack my sleep. Nightmares cast from shadow deep. Moments of time slipping by as few of you back, but many deny. I'm punching the clock and holes in the So. I'm going to come clean real quick. Mm -hmm. Since track eight, we have been recording on a completely different day because things fucked up. Yeah. So we are almost a week removed from me having actually listened to these. <laughs> Same. Now. I checked my notes for this and realized that I didn't really write anything about this song <laughs> because all I had to say was I thought this was going to be about the Twilight Zone episode, The Obsolete Man. And I think that would have been more interesting. <laughs> I it's don't okay. really I didn't pay attention to what this was about at all. I mean, like, it's not as he's talking about like bad shit happening to people or something, but I don't. It's OK. Interested. Your your notes were more uh, 
more interesting than mine. Oh, I just wrote I, I wrote chop steady. Damn. <laughs> he, I mean, he's he's kind of chopping on it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's rapping fast, even though he probably shouldn't. He keeps there's up some, a good flow. He doesn't. There's he doesn't there's lose a lot. There's some there's some lines where he is slurring a bit because he can't say the words. That happens. Crisp. But yeah, I don't have any. I honestly don't have anything on this one because it's just something that even whenever I was doing my three lessons, it this would kind of just blend. Yeah. And at this stage of the record, it was not doing anything for me. That's kind of the problem of having a track that doesn't have a hook on it. Without a hook, you don't have anything to grab the ear and like hold it there. Mm. Like even a song where your verses are saying absolutely nothing, if you have a hook, it'll it'll catch me and I'll be like, "All right, I remember this song now cuz yeah. <laughs> this this anchors me. I remember yep. these five words. You got me. Thanks." <laughs> But uh, yeah, this this one does not do that. <laughs> no, and and at this like is we're so late in the record now. I mean, we're on track sixteen of technically eighteen. That this just this could have been cut. To be honest, the yeah. the latter half of this album, I think, struggles. Um, I agree. <laughs> I'm not saying that the first half is stupendous and absolutely amazing. But more of the stuff in the first half of the album is a bit more gripping. Yeah. And they could have sequenced it a little bit better. But I don't really know what you would have moved where. So that's that's just me. And unfortunately, I don't have anything else on this one. Are, are you ready to get to our, our long opera? I am ready. Track number 17, 13th Skull. In the periphery of known space, on the sun-baked planet of Marfax, the inhabitants lead a harsh life, mining the desert landscape for the precious metal Do we just want to talk over this one, since there's no official hook? I guess. And it's a long-ass skit in the beginning, too? Sure, yeah. Okay. So, the premise of this one is... It looks like they're in a dystopian-type future where humans are slaves to, I'm guessing, a robotic race or an alien race, something like that. Something like that. And Jumpsteady somehow gets away whenever his friend right here um, commits suicide. So he's just trying to get away because he wants to get out of the life they're living, obviously. Of course. Why not? But then he comes across, it's like a cave that shows him, like, a good life. Yeah. I, I tried reading the lyrics as the song was playing. Oh, real quick, this alarm. That's What's a stock from? sound. Uh, you can also hear it in the game Time Splitters, too. You told me that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I feel like this might have been in, like... 
one of the Sonic 3 games as well. <laughs> like, it might have been it's Sonic Very likely. But, yeah, like... The... He ends up, like... Seeing, like, coming across a being that has, like, all knowledge. Yeah. And gives him a vision of like a chill, happy life. Yes. And then that thing tells him that like it's like his destiny for something. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I read the lyrics as I was doing my my final listen. I'm gonna take a crack at it. Please do, man, because I I can't. If anybody listening can really like analyze this one better, please let me know. I would like a three-page typed essay. That's not too much to ask. That's less than what most of my college papers were. I just I, I don't. I'm looking at the lyrics literally right now. They're in. Signature request additional and has escaped into underground tunnels of underground I can't. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Hang on a second. Let me get through the rest of this here. And, and, now, and now you're looking, bro. Even though I stand alone, the thought is ever jury. At least y'all got a cool, cool beat to listen to in the background while we try and figure this out. Where the darkness is shed like a mall to the flame drawn toward the eerie light. Wonders be told there floats in my sight. A gleaming crystal in the shape of a skull. Ancient relic given And it's sad too, because this is the kind of shit that Jump City should be rapping with. It's, it's, it's fantasy, fantasy type shit. So. So, the way I'm reading this, A, yeah. this is that voice, and it's, I, I noted that this voice sounds, I talk about how awkward Jump Steady sounds, this voice fucking ramps it. Wait. He almost sounds like one of the moon men from, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Aqua Chain. <laughs> The Moonanites. Moonanites, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jump steady, Moonanite confirmed. <laughs> Fill your eyes with that double vision. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the yep. way that it sounds to me is that, so, you know, he escapes and finds himself in this cave and this voice speaks to him. And tells him that he has this vision because he does have a destiny to fulfill. What I believe it is, is it is showing him this de- this this vision that is supposed to make him, like, fill him with the desire to make that future a reality. He's supposed to see this and use that to make him, like, strive for it. And that's, I guess, that's supposed to make the thing happen. But at the end of it, like whenever he like goes back to sleep and has like this dream again of that place, um, he himself doesn't believe that it's actually possible to reach it. So I guess the implication is at that point that he actually just gave up having seen the possibility of it. Okay. Okay, I get it. 
Because I get that much better now. At, at first, that's what he says directly to the voice. He's like, "You're showing me this shit that just isn't possible," and it's like, "No, shut the fuck up. You have a purpose in this." And he's like, "Whatever." <laughs> I will say, um, the the song itself, like after he's done rapping, the beat goes on for another like two minutes. It's song is seven almost eight minutes long yeah this is a long fucking song <laughs> and the 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 beat that loops uh towards the end which is like their one for like the, the the peaceful life it reminds me a lot of if anybody has played sonic adventure for the sega dreamcast or sonic adventure <laughs> dx for the nintendo gamecube sure. or if you have it on steam the music that is playing for the mystic ruins <laughs> It it is so reminiscent of that. <laughs> go if if you're not familiar, go listen to it now on your YouTube's. You'll know, and you'll be like, "No, that doesn't sound like that at all, Mike. You're a fucking idiot." And I'll be like, right. "Shut up!" Is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my show. It's about me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So th- this song, it's so long. Yeah, <laughs> this is one that no joke. The first time I did my listen, I I definitely had tuned out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it obviously this is where you would put this song, but man, it's just it's a slog to try and really like listen to. Yeah, because it doesn't. Not that I say that it doesn't change up because it does whenever he's he's in the cave and when he's seeing the visions, but they're not as drastic a change i think is what i mean yeah it comes through very much the same regardless like mm-hmm. it's a change of kind of the aesthetic of it but the core mm-hmm. of it is still just that <laughs> this is not the ending song to an icp album that we need no where where so many of those ones just just hit you in the feels and you know like this is what caps off what this Joker's card is. This does not do that. No. But that's okay. I think it is a there's... good track though. And I think that uh, in general, uh, maybe somebody out there needs to hear this, but I think it's very important for people to like have a vision of, of a better world that is possible and, you know, have that offered to them and not just... Uh, be told no there's nothing for you <laughs> i don't know who needs to hear that i can't think of anybody who needs to hear that maybe people need to be offered good things in the world to strive for <laughs> exactly anyways so after 13th skull there is in parentheses the not so hidden track True stories, too. This really happened. Seems to suffocate my hands, a sheet gripping as the nightmare got me tripping. 
tripping Need to get out of bed Cause I feel my life slipping An eerie wind lifts Cause my house to shift As my open closet seems Like a gate to hell's pit Vision of a woman's death Remains from my dream As an echo haunts mind Of her ghostly screams I'm over God rounds Filled with shadow things Where death becomes born And nightmares bring Those things that slowly creep In the night as we sleep Otherworldly beings Who seep from the shadow deep Everyone has seen What could never be explained But they fall deep in their mind Is merely insane What did you don't believe our third dimension remains only one known reality. sequel to true stories that was on psychopathics from outer space part two oh that's where it was from okay i don't remember that song too much i kind of do and by too much i mean i don't remember it at all i know we talked about it yeah but i don't remember it we did um I, what i remember of it fr- from what i remember of it this is a significant departure from it <laughs> mm-hmm I feel like True Stories, the original, was kind of like, you could almost feel like they're talking about actual things that had happened through a certain lens of fiction. Mm -hmm. In this one, I don't know about that. (laughs) So, here's the thing. The, The first one, the first story that he says... here's the one thing that i remember from this song in particular that i took down in my notes he talks something about a group of monks or whatever yes and they're shooting at him and i just want to say hold up those are not monks those are cultists from the game blood that is who is shooting at you um so that story that he says there is actually told in greater detail in Behind the Paint. Really? Yes. Jump Steady actually did write about that in Behind the Paint. And yeah, the fact that he like had it so vividly like written, I'm like, this is too nonsensical <laughs> to not be true. <laughs> like legit. I'm mm-hmm. I'm dead ass serious. There's actually I, I I should say this bef- before we get to the really the end of this. This is the last record that Jump Steady officially did. Sure. There is another project that he put out, however, called The Road and other and other something stories. I can't quite remember what it is. It was basically supposed to be like an audiobook kind of by Jump Steady. It was only put out for a short time because uh psychopathic got sued <laughs> for a lot of the music that was playing in the background and so they basically had to pull all the copies i don't have one of these yet and i'm still looking to get it it's like 20 or 30 bucks on ebay i'll get it eventually but i'm pretty sure that he talks about this instance in that as well Oh. Like, I don't know if he's just reading it directly from uh, Behind the Paint or whatever. I can't even remember if he covered that in the audio Behind the Paint um, that was available, which you can't find now because they pulled that too. 
I I don't know when they're saying true stories. I feel like I feel like the first story that he talks about is a just a really bad dream, kind of similar to how um we had mentioned back on our Hell's Pit episode about like like shadow demons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um they're the 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 not shadow demons, uh fucking like sleep paralysis demons. Like that's what I'm reminded of there. I don't know. I I understand that Jump Steady is very like he's the kind of person who's like, no, nah, that supernatural shit like is real and you know, it is it is pretty much unavoidable. Like, don't fuck with it. <laughs> so those first two stories, I don't know how I feel about them. That last one, honestly, probably completely true. <laughs> Where monks I'm, did shoot shoot at them. I'm I'm curious to to see the rest of the, to, to hear the full story of this. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm I'm sure that I can find something online to to send to you. A snippet of the the book that was <laughs> the, that's available online. I don't know. But that, that is Jump Steady's Master of the Flying Guillotine. That brings us to the end, yeah. As I said, this was Jump Steady's technically last rap project. He's <laughs> done a couple of verses here and there on other projects since, but has not dedicated time to doing another actual record. I know that... um. I think he stepped down as a Dawn from Psychopathic for a short time because I know that he was at one point. I don't know if she still does, but he was um, uh, he was an EMT for a while. Oh, nice. He did try to do some work over in Europe to start Psychopathic Europe. I don't know how long that was oh, yeah. or if that was already done at this point because it was a venture that unfortunately did not last too long. But he had lived over in Europe during the entirety of that. Mm-hmm. So again, this is the last thing that jumps that he really did. And since then he's come back to psychopathic. He is currently a Dawn and he is the big reason why the gathering continues to happen aside from this year for the first time. Um, and because of him, they have the DCG con dark carnival gaming con. Yes. Dude maybe not really meant for rap, but he's definitely good at doing the behind the scenes shit, which is awesome. But as for this record, what are your final thoughts? I liked it. Um, it is a really good, I, I, I think as far as a, for a follow up to his EP, it's really good. Uh, shows just, I feel like it shows a decent amount of growth from that. Like he has a lot of good stuff going on here. I think he has less in terms of like saying some real shit in this. But whenever he's just, you know, stunting or whatever, I feel like he's much better here. You know, there's I was I was thinking about it a couple tracks back, like looking through it. I'm like, what the fuck three tracks am I going to pick off of this? And <laughs> it's not like. I don't want this to come off in the wrong way, because 
I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's not like there's a whole lot of tracks on here where I'm like, yeah, all so much of it. But like, there's a whole bunch of them where I'm just like, yeah, these are all pretty good. I could go with several mm. of these and I don't know mm. what the fuck I want to put on. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's, it's a solid album. Um, mm-hmm. as, as Jump Steady goes, like, you know, I feel like he could have done with a bit more recognition in Psychopathic Records as, as a rapper. I feel that. When I was doing the listens for this, I realized that I didn't give this album its just due when I first got it. It was, for for a while, whenever I was buying these records, if it wasn't Twisted or ICP, it was, okay, well, if it's psychopathic, what songs have ICP on them? Or what songs <laughs> feature somebody else that I'm more, you know, down to, to listen to? So it's like, oh, this, this track has Violent J on it. I'm a, all right, awesome. And looking at it now, and obviously my tastes have changed so much. I mean, this record came out in 05. I probably bought this in like 08 or 09, something like that. So I've had this record for probably about 10 years, 10 plus years. And I know that songs that I didn't care for back then, I like them now, which is cool. I went from probably enjoying only four or so of the songs on this to liking about half of the record. The other half is stuff that either... I don't like at all, or I could just kind of pass on it because it's just background noise for me. Yeah. But this is an, uh, an album that Jump Steady did. It seems like he had more of a hand in. I do recall seeing something about like Jamie Madrox might have done some of the writing for his first EP. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that this is an era where it seemed like Twisted was going to start doing like just we're in the studio, like we're holding ourselves up and we're working on this. Yeah. So they weren't doing as much with the other people at the time. And so it was like Jump Steady's got to write this and do all this pretty much himself. Whenever it says like produced by Jump Steady, I'm like, I don't know if you really produced it. You yeah. were like, this is how I want it to go. Could direct it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's why whenever it was like music by and then produced by, I'm like, that's a really weird way to write. Whenever we see see produced by somebody, they're the person who made the beat. They did all the, the other shit on there. Yeah. So I, I do think that this is a strong, it's a strong showing from Jump Steady. I wonder if we're going to get more music from him in, in the future. But if he ends it with this, hey, that's that's totally fine. I wish we would have gotten another ninja in action, but yeah. Sometimes you can't top what's already amazing. It's true. <laughs> so then how can you what... perfect perfection? Exactly. Exactly. So what are your top 3 then? Master of the Flying Guillotine is an easy choice. Indeed. Then there's Crom. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um jeez master of the flying guillotine master of the flying guillotine (laughs) master of the flying guillotine 
<laughs> there's Master of the Flying Guillotine. Oh, come on. There's there's Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> there's... What are, what are you doing? Are you switching it so you keep one and you drop three? <laughs> Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> That's a good one. Fuck, man. Like, there's just... I don't know. Okay, like... All right, all right, I can, all Well, right. you know what? Here's what I... There she was. I really like it. Oh, okay. Uh, Dungeon Master Battlefield. Dungeon Master Battlefield. <laughs> There's also Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> Do y'all see what I have to deal with here? Dungeon Master <laughs> or Battlefield. Or Master of the Flying Guillotine. Dungeon Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> master of the Flying Guillotine. There she was. Dungeon Master. There you go. I will also have Master of the Flying Guillotine. I, I don't think... see how you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that track is so good. Like, for for a track that is the namesake of the album... It's, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That... Um, I think I want to go with Spur of the Moment. It's, it's the best Joker <laughs> card track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The sixth Joker card of the second deck is going to be the Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yes. <laughs> and Jump Steady is going to be so salty. What if, what if they just becomes the third? He becomes a third member of ICP. Yeah, what if they just re-release this album and they're like, this is the sixth Joker Shut the fuck up. Um, I'm gonna go with Spur of the Moment. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty hot. And then, man, there's there are more of these that I like though. Ama's okay. Mm-hmm. If is pretty decent. Revenge is cool. My man's in them is cool. Dungeon Master's cool. Amy's Ghost is cool. Yeah. It's also uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine. You gotta think there, about that. You know what? I didn't even think of that one. Man. Fuck. Uh. Shit. I'm gonna go with Dungeon Master, but if I could have another, it would probably be Master of the Flying Guillotine. That's fair. That's fair. I think. I think that that's. I think that's respectable. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I what hope. I would go with, honestly. Or, oh man, or Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> what track are you taking off? Uh, oh, there's Master of the Flying Guillotine. I mean, there is Master of the Flying Guillotine. <laughs> Obsolete, man. Yeah, I, I think that that's... It's it's either that or or Thirteenth Skull, just for the sake of there's like Thirteenth <laughs> Skull's so fucking long, dude. Um, that's fine. I can I can deal with one long song on an album. Okay, but the long song has to be good. It's not terrible. It's not. No. What if I if I'm gonna have a song that that is that long? If you want a song that is that fucking long, I'm gonna tell you guys. Look up. The song 6969 by yeah. Ninja Sex Party. That is more deserving of your time than 13th Skull. Look I up the song you. that inspired it, 2112. I've never heard it. 
well, it was the direct inspiration for that song, and it's like aesthetic oh. and everything. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, I'll show you the cover the the cover of the album, and you'll be like, there's, oh, there's also there's also another song by Ninja Sex Party it just came out uh, called The Mystic Crystal, which is I think also like ten minutes long. <laughs> also pretty good, but sixty nine sixty nine is super good. So yeah, that's that's the that's the record. Yeah, that's Jump Steady, Magical Flying Guillotine. What'd you guys think? Is this record it was pretty super good. dope? I really liked it. Oh, that's Magical awesome! Guillotine is a great song. <laughs> Whoa, that's so cool! I'm glad they agree with us. Yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about the record. Mike, let where us... can they let us know? They can let us know in so many places. Like we say it all the fucking time. Like on they Twitter. On Twitter at Juggalo Judgment. What about Instagram? That is also Juggalo Judgment. What about the Facebook? I think that that's also Juggalo Judgment. Mike, mm-hmm. but what about email? Email? That primitive form of electronic mail. Yeah. That would possibly be Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. But Mike, mm-hmm. what if like the two of us as an entity mm-hmm. are just so intimidating mm, valid valid and they're like i can only talk to one at a time right you are a scary individual i know well they could reach me at mike spawn the sej i think they could reach me at, at Schmeve. these are on mm. the twitters because that's where i'm available indeed indeed and if you'd like to reach me on instagram i am at straight edge juggalo I think that's all of the, the socials we have. I think we did it. I haven't created the Tinder yet. Um, no. And MySpace is probably still up. I think FetLife rejected our application. God damn it. it. Happens all the time. What did you put as the profile picture? I mean, I think I just used the usual one. Just, just didn't go. Son of a bitch. <sighs> Oh, fuck. I'm sorry I let everyone down. Sorry, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we gotta end this episode. I never meant to hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. It's, It's late. Compared it is to what late. we normally record. And yet I'm still going to be up for like another three hours because I have no concept of going to bed at a regular time. Well, it is dumbass. That's <laughs> so, me. With all that said and done, there's only one thing left to do. What's that? <sighs> one week ago, we cracked open our <laughs> And now here we are. <laughs> Ready to finish him. Finish your motherfucking Fagos. Finish your Fagos. Peace out. Get you
neck cut on the master. Yeah, I sharpen my blades up. Get your neck cut on the master. Yeah. I know none of the words to this actual song because it kind of just rambles. I'm sorry, it's stuff you're going to have to cut.